ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد one of the primary purposes of the blessed month of ramadan is found within the ayah itself in which allah azza wa jal tells us at the end of the ayah he mentions a couple things allah mentions completing the number of days Allah mentions glorifying him and Allah mentions gratitude so that you may attain gratitude that's one of the key purposes of the month of Ramadan and we ask Allah to make all of us from among the few and the few are the grateful and the grateful are the few we ask Allah to make us from among them amin rabbil alamin one of the specific ways that we can connect with this concept is by reflecting over the different changes that we tried to make for the sake of Allah Azza wa Jal during the month of Ramadan to reflect on those and then to thank Allah specifically for those different changes that he allowed us to make that he strengthened us to make that he enabled us to make for example if somebody managed to to quit one bad habit or another It may have been drinking alcohol, it may have been vaping, smoking weed, smoking cigarettes, whatever. You have a million things out there. If a person managed to repel that habit or those different habits and they managed to make it through the month of Ramadan without falling into those different things. Today they should be thanking Allah for allowing them and strengthening them and enabling them to do so. So not just to thank Allah generally which we should do not just to say alhamdulillah generally which we should do but to thank Allah consciously and specifically for different things that he helped us to change for the better in the month of Ramadan maybe somebody they went from not praying at all before this past Ramadan but then during this past month they found themselves having the strength and the capacity to consistently pray twice a day thank allah for strengthening you and enabling you and helping you to pray those two times a day consistently so to thank him with your words but also with your actions to keep that good going as best you can and we ask allah to help all of us to keep some kind of positive momentum going even after the month of ramadan say amin amin ya rabbil alamin We should thank Allah for the good that he has helped us to build and the bad that he has helped us to destroy. Now what what do we do now that the month of Ramadan has come and gone? What do we do now that we're moving on from the month of Ramadan? We should reflect and think about some of the good deeds that tasted extra sweet to us. and to think how can we keep something going even after the month of Ramadan in connection with those specific things that were extra sweet during this past Ramadan maybe somebody they tasted the sweetness of Ramadan 
more than any other time this past month when they specifically decided to donate a toy to a kid that's in need. Maybe for some reason that filled up their heart far more than any other good that they did. They may have done a million other good deeds. May Allah accept all of them from all of us. But sometimes Allah places a special secret in some of the smaller deeds that we may do. It may be, you know, this one time at Jum'ah, you smiled when you saw that one person you haven't seen in 10 years. And for some reason, you noticed that you offering that smile filled up your heart more than any other moment this past Ramadan. Thank Allah for that inspiration to give towards that toy drive, to help a child in need, to help a refugee child. Thank Allah for filling up your heart when you smiled, when you saw that one person you may not have seen in 10 or 20 years. To consciously think, what am I grateful for from this past month specifically? To thank Allah for that. And then to reflect, how can I do that specific thing or those few specific things again between now and hopefully next Ramadan inshaAllah. If somebody found themselves if they had the capacity maybe to complete reading the entire Qur'an this past Ramadan in Arabic, maybe a, a good translation in English, in Farsi, in Urdu, in Pashto, in, in any language, maybe they found themselves perhaps for the first time ever reading through the Qur'an or a good translation of the Qur'an from cover to cover. Maybe they managed to complete that, that amazing accomplishment. So what do we do now that Ramadan is over? If you manage to complete the Qur'an one time during Ramadan, make the intention now to complete the Qur'an again between now and the next Ramadan. If you manage to do something during this one month of Ramadan, take the same thing, copy and paste it, but give yourself 10 extra months in addition to another month. So you have one month of Ramadan, then another 11 months until the next Ramadan, Copy what you did in the month of Ramadan, copy something from it, and then paste it over the course of the next year. If you manage to do one khatam during Ramadan, make your intention now to do another khatam over the next 11 months. If you manage to give X amount of sadaqah during this past Ramadan, take that same amount and break it up over 11 months and then fulfill that goal. Through that consistency, Allah will show you secrets that you won't find in any other way. There are certain blessings that Allah Azza wa Jal has hidden in consistency that are impossible to find otherwise. It's impossible to find those blessings, those gems otherwise. So through consistency, and the Prophet taught us this والسلام, the deeds most beloved to Allah. The Prophet didn't just say that it's good to be consistent, it's recommended to be consistent. The Prophet said والسلام, the deeds most beloved to Allah are those that are done consistently, even if they're small. Never underestimate the small good deeds that you do. Never underestimate the small good habits that you have. So let's think now, okay, what, what were some of the sweetest moments that I tasted this past Ramadan? Okay, let me lean into whatever that good deed was. Whatever those good deeds were, let me cultivate them into my lifestyle over the next 11 months, we ask Allah to help us to do so. 
Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun ala al-mursalin walhamdulillahi rabbil Alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulullah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Inna Allah wa malaikatahi salluna ala nabiyya iman ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima sallallahu ala muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam I want to conclude quickly with uh, with a brief example and that will be it inshallah If a person goes on the most amazing vacation if they go to Hawaii if they go to the Maldives if they go any of these amazing beautiful places in the world what do people often do before they go home they want to take a souvenir with them you can't take all of Hawaii with you that's impossible you can take pictures you can go home and show your friends and family of course it's not going to be the same but you can show them a glimpse of it aside from that what do people often do they want to take a souvenir home it could be that special Hawaii mug it could be a special t-shirt that says Maldives on it in, the, in your favorite color. It's not the same as the whole fantastic, amazing experience, but you're taking something home with you. You're not going home empty-handed. So I want each and every one of us now to think and reflect and to make the intention, what is my Ramadan souvenir going to be from this past Ramadan? What is that one thing specifically out of the few things that were extra sweet, out of all of them, what's the one specific souvenir that I want to make sure to take with me throughout the next 11 months, hopefully, until next Ramadan. And we hope and we pray that we reach next Ramadan. What is that one souvenir going to be? Can I connect with one ayah of the Qur'an per day? Can I connect with Sayyid al-Istighfar every morning and evening? Can I connect with maybe Salatul Duha? Maybe everyone has a different sweet spot. What is your sweet spot? What is your Ramadan souvenir going to be in connection with this past Ramadan? All of us need to have something. All of us need to find something. It doesn't have to be anything grandiose. If what really made your day was smiling when you saw that one person, then turn that into a habit. Make that your Ramadan souvenir. I am going to practice smiling more through the next 11 months. You know what? Donating a toy to that toy drive to help kids, that was my sweet spot. That's going to be my Ramadan souvenir. That's going to be what I hang on to more than anything else over the next 11 months. So whenever, you know, every month I'm going to look for a toy drive and I want to give something to it. For example, by doing these things, we're expressing our gratitude to Allah Azza wa Jal in action. There's gratitude with the heart, there's gratitude with the tongue, and there's gratitude with the limbs. Don't just take a Ramadan souvenir for yourself, but also, so I'm going to give another action item and I'll conclude with this. Also, share your Ramadan souvenir with somebody else. I'll give you an action item as a recommendation. We all know the story, of, and this is the, you know, 2022, 20, 1443 version of this. We all know the story of when Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu, when he wanted to compete with Sayyidina Abu Bakr, right? So he gave half of what he had, and then he found out Sayyidina Abu Bakr already gave everything that he had. Today, usually on Eid, after the Eid prayer, people often go to a restaurant or they, they go somewhere special and they have a special meal. That's a beautiful, wonderful thing. I want to, I'm going to mention three categories 
of tipping, and I want you to think about this. Share your Eid with other people. When you go and eat today, if you want to give the Sayyidina Umar version of a tip, give 50% of whatever the bill is, give 50% as your tip. If you can afford to do so, then do so. Say Bismillah and give it. And you can share with the waiter, the waitress that, you know, today is Eid, today is like our Christmas. So we just want to share it with you. We just want to give a good tip for that, you know, for that reason. That's Sayyidina Umar. You want to give the Sayyidina Abu Bakr tip? Give 100% as a tip. You want to elevate even more? So you have silver, you have gold, you have platinum. The Prophet ﷺ. If you want to give 150% tip, that's how you do da'wah. That's how you show Allah that you're truly grateful for the month of Ramadan. Some people right now are freaking out like, what, what are you talking I don't even tip. If you don't tip, do tawbah, ask Allah to forgive you. Anything under a 20% tip doesn't count. Talk to anyone in the, in the food industry, they'll tell you anything under 20% is, is wishy-washy. Live your faith, live your shukr, live your generosity, live your iman. Give that tip. And right now some people are thinking, man, this guy is crazy. After Fajr today, I went and picked up some donuts for the family. I gave 150% tip. Alhamdulillah. I'm wearing my kurta, I have my topi, and I just mentioned to the guy, you know, today is Eid, it's like our Christmas, so I want to give a good tip. Oh, wow, thank you. So before anyone starts thinking about, make your niyyah, go and do it, and Allah will show you secrets within that. We ask Allah to guide us and forgive us. We ask Allah to help us. We ask Allah to accept all of our good deeds, overlook any of our shortcomings. We ask Allah to make us from among the few. We ask Allah to make us from among the grateful. Say, Ameen. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. We ask Allah to fill our hearts with the light of Iman, as well as our friends, our family members, and our loved ones. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Eid Mubarak to everyone. Jazakum khair. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.